Welcome to another episode of On the Clock. We're here with your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on, the clock fans, man? Thank you for another edition of uh, your favorite, favorite podcast, man. Uh, on the agenda today, man, we got a couple things we want to talk about. Uh, we will definitely want to talk about golf and where that's heading. Uh, talk about Justin Thomas, man. That was pretty hilarious. Uh, listen to him. Uh, we want to talk about the NBA. Got a couple of uh, sneak sneak 10-seed uh, teams getting in there, Blazers, Grizzlies. Uh, we want to talk about a couple of those things. And also, we have to speak about this five-hour game that went on with the Tampa Bay Lightning the other day. Um, man, when I tell you that that's a physical physical game. Uh, next, also, we have a very special guest that's going to join the show, talk with us a little bit here. Uh, we have Lindsay O.K. If you don't know who Lindsay O.K. is, I mean, she's been heard on NFL Network, Baltimore Sun, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. She used to uh, be an intern. Fox Sports and USA Today. She's been all over the place. She's a professional NFL blogger that understands everything that's going on in the league, uh, many contacts. So we're going to talk to her about what's going on with NFL, college, of course, the Pac-12, and uh, definitely the Big 12 calling it quits, or the Big 10, rather, they called it quits. So we got a full-packed show for you, man. And then lastly but not least, we got a freaking monster Jaden Wayne joining the show, man, all the way from Washington. You're going to want to hear about this kid, uh, 6'5", 225, defensive monster uh so he's gonna be joining the show what's going on george man how you been man i'm good i'm doing good man i'm uh i'm a little tired this morning and we'll get into that in a little bit um uh, did you catch the clip from justin thomas over the weekend playing golf I, I you know what speaking of clip i actually have the clip here would you like oh, to man. would you like to tell the audience what happened so before i play it <laughs> all right so the the golfers again there's no fans uh and we've been dealing in this environment for a little bit. So now they're starting to mic up a couple golfers. And I know, Raul, you talked about being excited to to get these guys mic'd up to really right. see what happens on the golf course. Oh, and you got your money's worth. Oh, absolutely. You got your money's worth. I did. So so to, to, to paint the picture for you guys, uh, Justin Thomas, one of the top golfers in the world, he has a, probably about a 10-foot putt. And uh, we're going to let the clip play here. Here's what happens when he uh, shot this clip. Justin Thomas, after his excellent approach shot, ran all the way toward the back of the green for birdie. Dude, you got to be fucking kidding me. Well, there's just no way that ball is a great A little frustration from Justin. A little so frustration from Justin. <laughs> and if you so can't hear what he said, it. man, you replay it. Rewind it back right now and listen to what Justin just said. You got to be effing kidding me. He's a little bit upset. Oh, man, but that's just what you want from golf. Bro, that's what's been missing from golf, the passion, right? We don't know. You know, when you see golf, they're all, you know, khakis and nice shoes and shirts. And I want to see that passion. I like that, that happy Gilmore aspect of it. <laughs> Remember happy Gilmore? I love it. Don't you want to go home, ball? Like, I love that, man. So... I definitely got my money with that adjusting. It was outstanding. I loved it. You know, I immediately thought of you and your comment about watching more <laughs> golf. Now I got to watch the U.S. Open this weekend because oh, yeah. you know there's going to be some F-bombs dropped. Oh, absolutely. Weekend. Now I got to sit down. I'm, I'm waiting for another mic'd up moment. <laughs> Especially ESPN when you missed. ESPN missed the dump. Like, you know what? The guy, the guy sitting back said, you know what? I'm going to give the fans what they want. Or he was sitting back them. eating Cheetos thinking nobody's going to cuss in <laughs> golf. <laughs> And there There's he goes. Nothing gonna happen. Yeah, he's laid out sleep. He didn't think it was going to happen. And then also we had hockey started on uh, August 11th, and our Lightning kicked off. They they played the Blue Jackets. And let me tell you something. That game, it lasted five hours. It started at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and didn't end till well after 8 at night. The average game, by the way, those that may not catch hockey all the time, it's about two hours. Mm. That's the average hockey game. This went five long, exhausting hours. It's crazy. Right, man. I mean, and again, you were telling me that each quarter is, what, 20 minutes? It's 20 minutes long, each one? Yeah, so so hockey, no matter what, it's 20 minutes long each each period. And then there's an intermission, and there's 20 minutes in between the intermission. Right. So it's a – I mean, the game started at 3. Right. It didn't end till over eight o'clock and now again once you get an ot it's the first thing that score wins so all you gotta do is score right. <laughs> they were stuck at two goals apiece. piece the, the team the line you were playing against broke the saves record in the game 
with yeah. 85 saves. Yeah, right. Um, so you feel bad for the goalie. He saves 85 shots, gives up three, and they take the loss. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for that guy. I, I do too, man. But, I mean, a long game, 20-minute quarters, 20 minutes rest, 20-minute quarters. Uh, I'm glad they had some kind of hydration. Nobody cramped up and passed out. Well, that was the thing a lot of we're talking about is they only had one meal yesterday. They had it before the game, so they probably had lunch. Maybe a light breakfast and a lunch, and then you're playing the game at three o'clock. So a lot of them were talking about the hydration and during that intermission, getting snacks and trying to keep the body right. I'm just glad they're not playing. They didn't play this morning. Oh, they were supposed to play a game. Yeah, supposed to play at eight, eight o'clock in the morning. They're supposed to play eight o'clock on Wednesday morning. Yeah, they were supposed to play early in the morning, but they pushed it back. So that, now it's know, at three. Right. So that's good, man, for those guys. And again, speaking of the body and physicality and what's going on, let's talk about this NBA, man. I'm a, I'm a, oh boy! I'm gonna go on there and tell you I'm I'm calling my shot here. I kind of predicted <laughs> this. I told you three podcasts ago the Lakers have not been impressing me whatsoever. They do not look like a dominant team that that everybody's making them out to be. I don't think I really don't think they come out of the Western Conference, let alone go into the Western Finals. I, I don't know. If, well, shoot, I don't know if they make it to the Western Finals. You got the Blazers five and two. You got the Lakers three and four. Then not to mention you got your Phoenix Suns over here. You're undefeated. Undefeated seven and zero in the bubble. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I don't think you're the the Lakers that you picked, and a lot of a lot of a lot of people on ESPN picked as well. They want the Lakers to win, and and I don't see it. I don't see it. I, the last three games, freaking Anthony Davis has not been a factor whatsoever. I don't know where he's been. I don't know what what he's going through. He hasn't been a factor, and LeBron's kind of carrying things on his shoulders again, which I know he doesn't like to do. But and again, maybe they're sandbagging us. Maybe they're just doing it to the playoffs, like whatever. We're just we're just gonna play the game. We're going through the motions until playoff time, and then they, they probably kick it to another gear, which could be the case. But right now, the NBA, I mean, you got to think right now for the 10th or the 10th seed. Yeah, you're looking for the ninth seed has to beat the eighth seed twice. So basically, you have to play on a Saturday at 2.30 and then a Sunday, they got to play at 4.30. So those back-to-back games determines if they get into the 10th seed. Right. And the teams that are looking for it is the Blazers, is the Spurs, is the Suns, and the Grizzlies. They're looking to make that, that push that could possibly make it. You know, and I'm I'm kind of rooting for the Suns right now. You know what I mean? I know Draymond thinks that <laughs> Draymond thinks uh, <laughs> the guys should leave, but man, he's he's killing on the court. He's playing very good basketball. I don't know, man. I think your Lakers are in trouble, trouble. Yeah, I think you're gonna get a hot AC coming in. Whether it's the Trailblazers, I think it'll be the Trailblazers or the Suns that'll that'll end up winning that eight seed. I kind of want to see the Spurs make it. Because the Spurs, yeah, they've been in Pop the playoffs Rich. twenty some. They've yeah. been in the playoffs twenty some consecutive years. Right, that'd be hell that record. streak. Yeah. That streak is 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 on the bubble. <laughs> Literally, point <laughs> for being the bubble. Um, but it's it, so it's on the bubble. We'll see what happens. I think for the Lakers, that first round matchup, you get a, a Damian Lillard who's been going off. Oh my god, so sixty la- point the, games, right shooting up. from the logos. On Tuesday, he dropped sixty one points. The game before that, he dropped fifty one points. We're calling this, you know, Dame time right now because he's just turning it up. And then there's talks that now he might be the MVP. He's in, he's making big MVP numbers late here in the bubble. But I don't know, man. I, I, he's doing a hell of a job, though, leading his Blazers, man. He's doing a great, great job. But for whatever reason, he, he finally kicked it in. They're, they're making a good push, man. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I think the NBA playoffs are going to be exciting this year with the teams coming in. I mean, because you still have the Mavericks that are doing well, the Jazz. Yeah, our guy Justin Allen, who's been training James Harden. The Rockets have looked great. They're definitely going to be a contender going into it. Clippers, you got OKC. Then you got the Lakers. I mean, that's, that's a loaded West, especially those eight seeds are catching a little bit of fire here going into the playoffs. So, no, it's definitely going to be something to watch. Yeah, man, we're going to take a look at it. And the big news that that, that popped off on Tuesday, um, you know, the, the freaking Big 12, or big, I'm sorry, Big 10 calling it quits, and then so is the Pac-12. They, they're done. They, they've canceled the season, and they postponed it, which I'm so interested in to, to get Lindsay's uh, take on it. I want to talk to her about it, of what she thinks. Uh, right now, what do you think, George? I mean, it's hard to, you know, they for, right now they postpone it. So basically they're saying that we're going to play a spring freaking season but how do you play two seasons in one year especially at that level of college yeah that's the thing i'm worried about and i'm gonna give you a little conspiracy theory here okay okay i've always and again on this podcast you get a little different takes not your usual ones i'm gonna go on a limb here and say this is all about the money oh really all about the money because from from a commissioner league perspective okay you're not gonna have fans at these games 
which means the revenue is not going to come in. Right. Why have games if money's not coming in? Instead, let's wait to 2021. Yeah. There's going to be, hopefully, at that point, there's a vaccine. You got Russia that allegedly created a vaccine. Right. Or start of the zombie <laughs> apocalypse, whichever one comes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to take a vaccine from Russia, but whatever. I don't know. But then play games in 2021. They're citing that it's all about player safety. They're citing they don't want to bring players in during a COVID situation. However, if that's the case, why are you even playing in 2021 in the spring? Because let's say you play a five-game season starting in February, March. Takes them through May, June. Then they got to turn around and play a game in August for the regular 2021 season for the fall. I think they cut the spring games. I don't think they play that many games. I think they cut this. I think they cut it five games, playoffs, play, and then that's it. But still, let's say, okay, say it's five games in the playoffs. Right. Right. Five games playoff, five games bowl game. Mm -hmm. Let's say six if it's a bowl game. Let's call it eight if it's a playoff because you got to win at least two games to play for the national championship, which is game three. So that'd be, that'd be game eight would be the national championship. That's eight games. And in June, flip around and start again in August. Do you need a national champion, though? Do you need these are just games to get game film for guys because you got to think also. Let's is it is it game to get game film or game to get money? Game to get money. That's basically what the colleges are looking at. But let's look at it from a player's point, right? You are not going to get the top ten athletes of college. They're not going to play next year. So if whether you postponed it and we do it in January spring, those guys are going to make the jump to NFL. Here's my take on that. So what? Let those top 10, 20 kids, or whatever they are, the greatest athletes in college football, let them make the jump to the NFL. There's 100 other kids that are behind them that are going to want to play, right? So let them go. My take on the COVID thing with the players, right? So you have ESPN announcers. You have, you know, these shows, all these announcers you see on TV, all these sports analysts. They're sitting there in, you know, via Zoom, but you see all four of them on a screen. But you have two or three of them that says, yeah, college football should play. Well, if college football should play, then you should be in the studio with your people. So, because otherwise, you know, you can't really tell somebody to go play football. But yeah, you put your risk in, right? But you're sitting in a freaking Zoom in your house, and you're telling me, "Yeah, go play college football to entertain us." Don't be stupid. Don't be an idiot. Like that's not. It's safe for you to say that. It's not safe for the athlete who's got to go in there and it potentially get a long-lasting, you know, cause and effect to their body. They get COVID, they get over it. You know, thank goodness, but what if there is that college athlete that sits there and gets that long-lasting liver disease because of it? You know what I mean? So I, with the COVID thing, these, everybody calm down. You know, everybody's, oh, we got to play college football. If that's the case, then you continue. Show me that you can continue life normal, and then we can ask those guys to do what they got to do. Until then, you cannot sit here and we, you know, or not me necessarily, but people. You can't necessarily say they, they're stupid. They got to play the, the college season. They got to play. But yet you're still doing all the precautions of wearing your mask, saying six feet distance, and you're at home doing your analyst type stuff. But yeah, you want these athletes to put their, their bodies at risk for us. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Uh, and then the only thing I think about too is, okay, so you have your, you know, your top 20, 30, 40 players not play. What happens to the draft? The draft happens in April. Well, that's, that's what during, I'm saying. That's during the spring season. Well, it, But you know, you already Combine. know. Let them go. Let them go. Like the, the, those top 30 oh, athletes, they're good. I'm talking about all of them. Because oh, yeah. over 100 players get invited to the combine. They do. And you got visits. They got visits with whatever teams want to visit with them. Right. So for me, for me, you, you postponed it 2021. It's done. Mm -hmm. It's done. Right. Now, the other part of this that I want to get your take on is let's, let's speculate. In our show, we've been pretty good at speculating and right. being right. Yeah. Let's say you have the SEC play, the ACC. These other teams aside, they're still going to play. Mm -hmm. Do we see kids transfer and jump in the portal to play from it's, these other schools? Like your Ohio States, your Nebraska, your this, your that. Because again, 2021 season for them is not guaranteed that a season happens in January. Right? It's postponed till then. It's let's see what happens. Back to back to your example of the kid that needs to get film to get on an NFL scout team. He's going to want to have film. He's going to want to, but the school's going to hold a pro day. They're going to hold those things at the college. You know what I'm saying? It's not a necessary thing. Like he, it's not out of necessity that he plays. Like you, you know, there's other ways to do this, and those guys are going to be understanding with that. You know what I'm saying? That that they're going to have more pro days. I think there's more pro days that go on. So the, the recruiters got to you know old school type style. They got to go out and watch. 
Um, but I don't I don't see that they have to do it. And I'll, and if the transfer happens, like the NCAA knows, like they're not going to sit there and allow freaking four hundred kids to transfer to different <laughs> to transfer schools. <laughs> right, right. We already got a fifty three man roster. We can't take ten kids from Iowa to come over and play. You know, then they can't do it. Um, how many how many incoming freshmen decommit now? How many incoming freshmen? get their scholarship pulled from the college. That too. You know what I'm saying? Now those those five-star, four-star guys that were rocking it, now they got to go play Juco. And they got to go play mm-hmm. D3 ball, D2 ball, just to, you know, get something and then transfer over. But again, like I'm telling you, bro, I, I don't see this being good for anybody. And it's hard to sit there and say, yeah, we're going to play while two of the big five conferences are done. Like, I don't, you know, I don't. <laughs> that Do you doc- think everybody else shuts it down? Oh, they got to. There's, I don't, how do you play? How do you sit there and say, no, 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 our doctors got it right, yours didn't. You play, kid gets sick, God forbid he dies. He gets sick, dies, whatever the case may be, or gets sick, has long-lasting issues. What What do you say? What do you do? Because you're not going to get these kids to sign a COVID uh, waiver. You're not going to let, they're not going to do that in college. There has still has not been any protocol set. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be weird for them, man. I don't see how you can play. And I told you, for the SEC not to play, Nick Saban in Alabama would have to sit there and say, we're not playing. Dabble Sweeney would have, yeah, we're not playing, but we don't know. I, I, we're, it's going to be interesting, man. Uh, that's our, that's why our, our guest, Lindsay, she's going to tell us what's going on, um, give us her takes, insights. Uh, she has many sources. So we're looking forward to that, George, man. Uh, what do you think, man? We should bring her on right now? Yeah, man. Let's go ahead and bring her on. Lindsay, I appreciate you, you know, joining the show today. Welcome on. How are you doing? How you been? A little intimidated. Got a little oh, butterflies please. in my stomach. No, like I told you guys, like, just, it's, I, I don't take myself that seriously. So you guys are good. I appreciate it. No, so I appreciate you joining on. So one thing I want to jump into real quick with you, you know, the NFL, there's been major news that have come out. You had quarterback carousel you know moving different places uh talk to me a little bit about what are your thoughts on brady now that that's here in tampa the weapons he has available to him does he is this doable summer seven on the horizon um it could be i mean you really can't count out brady no matter where he goes um i feel like he wants to prove to everybody that he can win without bill belichick and i i totally respect that um because with the two of them together um, they're kind of known as like a duo and they have been known for a duo as a duo for a long time. And, um, on the flip side of that, I think Belichick also wants to prove he can win without Brady. So, uh, I like that kind of fire that's under him now because he's just been known as the guy for so long. And now, um, you know, you know how he always wants to be known as like the underdog and that will never truly happen because he's Tom Brady. But like now he kind of has, I guess, like another storyline to go off of, if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. I was telling George, I was happy to read in the in the news that he's struggling with to, to adapt to a new playbook. I was cracking jokes. I was like, well, look, that's what happens when you go to a new team and you got to actually learn something. Like, you got to do all this stuff. And Julian Edelman telling Cam Newton, hey, man, it, this thing is calculus over here at the Patriots. Uh, learn that. So I, I, I told George also, I think, just like you mentioned, he's trying to prove these things. Does Brady get a, a, a chink in the armor if he doesn't make Super Bowl, doesn't win it? And I told him, I think Peyton Manning kind of moves up a little bit in front of him because Peyton was able to show that it's Peyton Manning going to two different orgs winning Super Bowls. I mean, yeah, kind of. But the thing with Peyton was that that was kind of like a fluke Super Bowl to me, not to like discredit him whatsoever. But I think that defense definitely played a larger part in that Super Bowl than Manning did. Um but that um, that being said, I really don't think you can put kind of chink in the armor for Brady. I think regardless of even if he goes out there and falls flat on his face, you won't really, you know, he, it's still Tom Brady. Thank you, Lindsay. Finally, <laughs> someone settles it because this guy has been telling me for weeks uh, if he doesn't win, George, I don't know. It's a chink. Said, it's Tom Brady. He has six Super Bowls. How? I was like, this isn't even a conversation. So now, as far as switching gears a little bit, we had Cam Newton heads over to the Patriots. How do you think he adapts? Because, you know, the Patriots, as you, you you covered him quite a bit, they've been the standard of the NFL. They have a certain mantra. They, have, they do things a certain way. Cam Newton is known to be a little bit outside the box from what he says and how he dresses and how he kind of interacts. How do you think the two – are going to mesh together? And do you think there is success in the Patriots this year with Cam Newton? Uh, so 
first of all, first off, I just want to say like, I wanted Cam Newton in New England, like more than anything in the entire world, besides me wanting Joe Flacco there. Like those were my top two guys to go there. Um, because I think both of them would have success there, but I love Cam Newton there. I love that change of pace for that team. Like you mentioned, like he's somebody who's, you know, Tom Brady's just like, he's not only has he been there for so long, but he's like so straight laced and does what he's told and never really, you never really hear anything bad about him. But, and then you have Cam Newton who just people talk about all the time. And regardless if you think it's wrong or right, I think it's totally wrong. I think he gets so much criticism that he shouldn't get for what he wears and, you know, the way he talks and everything like that. But I love it. And I think New England needs that kind of flavor there. Um, that being said, like if this season gets canceled for whatever reason, I will be most upset about not being able to see Cam Newton with Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick. That will be like the worst thing for me. I want to see it so badly. I think everybody wants to see that. I mean, I'm interested to see Cam Newton play. I mean, I've been telling George out of all the, the teams to go to when Cam Newton was free agent, I was like, well, it, it's a, it'd be a perfect fit up. And I mean, they're standard yeah. organization. They're one note about winning. And I see Cam Newton on his videos, whether he admits it or not uh, in the news, he has a chip on his shoulder. He wants to prove, hey, the Carolina, you, you gave up on me too early type deal. And I, and, I, and I love it. Staying along the line of quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers over there in the Packers, you know, I, I kind of see not not beef brewing, but it kind of gives you that 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 flashback to when <laughs> Favre had Rodgers showing up now because Rodgers has Jordan Love, and they're going back and forth. Do you think Rodgers stays there in the next two, three years? Does he leave next year? Does he call it quits? Like, what do you, what do you think about that? Um, I think it's it's kind of hard to say. I like Aaron Rodgers a lot. I think he um, he's kind of dealt he's been kind of dealt like a really bad hand the past couple of years. Like this, especially this past draft, they never really got him anybody. Right. Um, and I feel like more than anything, I feel like that's kind of what he's most pissed off about. Um, is you know he's saying to everybody like not only did you guys throw me a new coach last year, but now you don't give me anything to work with and like. I mean, you and I both know, like, as you're a quarterback, like, you get older, that age starts to tick up. Like, that's what people look at most. And um, as your quarterback gets older, regardless of it's Tom Brady, regardless of it's Aaron Rodgers, like, you need some help there. And I think that's what he's most pissed off about. And um, I think you'll see it this year, but I also think that's going to be the excuse if they don't win. And sadly, you can't. You know, regardless of what he's going to do in the past two or three years, like you have to have somebody to throw to. So let's say the crazy happens and Aaron Rodgers leaves next year. Who do you think is a good fit as we as we kind of fast forward 2021 and potential openings we may have at different teams? Who would Aaron Rodgers be a good fit for? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see him. See, it's hard to it's hard to see where everybody's going to be quarterback wise next year. Um yeah. Because you don't re- you don't really want to bring him to the Steelers because who knows if Ben's going to be there. Um, but I don't know. That's a really good question. I feel like we have to kind of see how this shakes out because with Aaron Rodgers, like he can be the best quarterback in football, which he is capable of totally being, or he could you know kind of fall off a little bit. We really don't know. Yeah, that's true. yeah I completely agree. I think the dark horse team to sign Aaron Rodgers, the Browns, because you think about okay. the Browns, you got Baker Mayfield there, who's so far hasn't been the number one overall pick. They have a ton of weapons in Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. They got a running game as yeah. well. That's a team that's probably a quarterback away from making technically a legit yeah. deep run in the playoffs. So you think about maybe 2021, Aaron Rodgers available. Brown say, hey, maybe we throw some money at Rodgers, get him here for two years, see what we can do with the team we have built now, uh, especially if Baker struggles here in 2020. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Baker. Yeah, i like to see – oh, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I just – I was saying, like, I would like to give Baker a chance with um, his new coach before we say that he's completely, like, you know, not worthy of being – you know what I mean? All right. That's all I was going to say. No, yeah, and I agree with you because Baker does have those flashes of – Potential being a really great quarterback. He really does. Uh, he struggles to make some reads, but, I mean, he's got a strong arm. His, he can still go on the run. He's still young enough. He just needs, like you're saying, the coach to come in to kind of groom him and show him exactly what's what's going to be happening. Uh, another quarterback, I know we're, we're talking all quarterbacks right now, but Cowboys, I, I don't – do you think the Cowboys can be a contender with 
re-signing Dak and getting him back in the in the saddle there for I hate to say that. That's a sorry pun right there. Back in the saddle like, for the Cowboys. Uh, but but honestly, I don't know if the Cowboys can still be a contender because I'm starting to believe in this curse thing. I didn't believe in it for a while, but I'm starting to believe in this Cowboy curse after Jimmy Johnson and, and uh, Barry Switzer left. Yeah, um, I like Dak Prescott. I'm a Dak Prescott believer. Um, my dad's actually a Cowboys fan, and he hated Jason Garrett. But he also didn't like Tony Romo, which I think um, – I liked Tony Romo there. I feel like he didn't get a lot of credit for everything that he did there. But regardless, uh, Dak is another guy that I'd like to see um, with a new coach. I feel like Jason Garrett held him back a lot. And the same can be said for Jerry Jones. I mean, Jerry Jones was like <laughs> – basically like a puppet master. Um, he just controlled Jason Garrett with whatever he had. So I feel like I want to give him a chance with Mike McCarthy. I love Mike McCarthy. Um, I think he's a very smart football coach and like he took a year off and now he's ready to get back into it. And sometimes that's just kind of what people need. So I'd like to see them, um, together before I completely count Dak out as well. So with Dak there, you think they're, they're, they're a contender to try to make a playoff run? Um, yeah, I think so. As long as, I mean, with, with that being said, um, uh, with like, if Ezekiel Elliott stays healthy and all that, I feel like he, Dak Prescott's a guy that he can't really do it on his own. He needs that help around him. I don't think that's a bad thing at all, but, um, yeah, as long as the car, as long as the cards fall right, I feel like they can. And I know you're a huge Joe Flacco fan. I know you. I know you love him. And he's over at the Jets. Do you think? Uh, I know they they reported that his neck is fine. He's 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 good to go type deal. Um, there's no issues or setbacks following his neck surgery. So with Joe Flacco sitting in in, in New York, are you like kind of? I mean, and you can be honest. Like, are you personally wishing uh, Donald just doesn't doesn't you know doesn't do anything? Like, oh, please throw another pick. Oh my God, put in my guy Joe. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm going to root for Joe Flacco no matter what. Um, I feel like he still, he still never got any credit for winning the Super Bowl at all. Um, you know, I just feel like he's, he's so disrespected and it's what people don't realize is that it's, it's so hard to be thrown into the starting quarterback position, which he was, mm -hmm. um, he was thrown in there and went to the playoffs and kept his team competitive for an entire decade. And that's so hard to do. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so I just, I don't know. I, uh, obviously, I'm going to root for him. Um, you know, maybe Sam Darnold will go make out with some girls and get coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Sit out. Yeah, go on that COVID list for a little bit. Let me let me let my guy Joe go. Yeah, that's a good point. He, he goes on a COVID list. Joe comes out, throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns back-to-back -back weeks. And then everybody's saying, Sam Darnold, who? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's most likely now, to happen, too. Can you imagine... Can you oh, imagine my content if that happens? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm like bringing I this back you, up. You heard it. You heard it on On the Clock yeah. originally. Having right here. Right. We predicted it. Now, major news that came out today that we, we had talked about on our previous podcast was the Big Ten potentially looking at postponing their season. Now it's official. They've, they've canceled their fall sports. They've moved into 2021. And immediately, shortly thereafter, the Pac-12 – basically decided the same thing it's, it's gonna be a loaded question for you here Lindsay. what are your thoughts about the pac-12 and big 10 postponing and then part two of that now uh, rumors are that ohio state and nebraska are looking to still play games they're looking potentially to join other conferences the acc and the sec are rumored to be the two conferences of choice what are your thoughts and reactions to that um, honestly, I expected this to happen, so it really wasn't a surprise to me. Um, I just think whenever you have, like, students involved, it's different than if you were, like, a professional athlete. Like, we see these professional sports leagues still continuing to play, like, for now anyways. Um, but when you have students who really aren't making money for themselves, like, that's kind of different. Like, you have, you know, Ezekiel Elliott making money for playing, but you have, you know, this college player who's the only person he's making money for is his school. So, um, I mean, any school that you're in, they, their main goal and their main job is to keep the students at their school safe, regardless if it's um, a preschool, an elementary school, a high school, a college, you know, the, that's their main goal. And um, I think at the end of the day, that's just kind of what they have in mind. So I don't, I was kind of expecting it. Um, you will have, schools continue to say that they want to play but I mean realistically who knows what's going to happen in the next you know month 
you know, we, we don't know. So um, I feel like that's kind of where they're at right now. Right. And so going on along with that, like, how do you stay playing? Like, do you become out of the five schools, like are the five conferences, big fives? How do you become like, let's say four don't play, but the one does play. How do you take on that mantle? Like, yeah, we're going to play anyway. We're going to do like, I don't think anybody really wants to be that conference. Right. Like nobody wants to sit there and say, yeah, everybody else is crazy. Your doctors are, your doctors are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be the only one playing. And and I told George that out of the SEC, the first school that I think that really says we're not going to play, I think, I I think Nick Saban, (laughs) I hate to say that, but Nick seems like a a numbers guy to be like, yeah, these doctors are right. We're not doing this. (laughs) And then that'll be SEC following. But do you like? Do you see? Do you see the other schools falling into the same? Hey, we're going to close down as well. You think they're going to try to make this push to play because ACC's come out and said, "Yeah, we're we're still we still look like we can still on pace play because our doctor says it's safe what we're doing without even having any protocols." I don't think college has any protocols, do they, George? Right now, uh, as far as the testing and stuff, they're all getting tested initially, kind of coming in. They're being put, you know, in, in a version of the NBA's bubble. Right now, where they're being quarantined in in the same, you know, the hotel or the the boardrooms, all that stuff is being all the same. So it's, they're controlling who's coming in and out. But again, school hasn't started yet, right? So they're not they're not around the other kids yet. So it's only a matter of time before it does blow up. I do think other conferences are going to definitely follow suit. I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama jumps in there and says, yeah, we're, we're going to call I, it. That's the only major school because Clemson, Trevor Lawrence has been all over the news. Uh, hashtag we want to play. So I don't, I think that's the major one that says, hey, we're not going to play. What, what do you think, Lindsay? You think the other schools follow or do you think they just say, forget it, we're going to play? I mean, I feel like they're going to have to eventually. Um, unfortunately, you can't really stop college kids from partying. Um, I feel like that's eventually going to be like the downfall. That's a great sadly. point. That's a, that's a great <laughs> point. I forgot about the partying. <laughs> I used to play college football, but I forgot about our Saturday nights and Sunday mornings. Yeah, you're right. You can't stop them from from joining it. You know, Lindsay, I got a question for you. Outside of Joe Flacco, because that'd be the obvious. It's going to be the obvious answer. answer. Who is your favorite NFL player of all time? Ed Reed. Oh my God! Oh, you Are you serious, Lindsay? Do you want to hang out? <laughs> Yeah, I used to I used to um, intern for him actually. That's oh. how I like got my start doing this whole thing. Yeah, he's really? so cool. He's like the coolest guy ever. Yeah, Lindsay, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, you can't see me right now, but I'm crying. I am tearing up right now. <laughs> he is my all time favorite player in history of the game. Uh, I'm a huge Miami Hurricane fan. I'm a huge Ed Reed fan. I mean, he's wearing a shirt right now that, that says, says UM on it. It says University yeah. of Miami, and on the back of it, it has Ed Reed's name on it. I got like 20 of these things. So can I tell you an Ed Reed story real quick? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. It's one of my favorite stories. So um, my first event that we, that I ever did for him, we did like a flag football camp and this little boy and his dad had somehow found out like where we were going afterwards. Like we went to dinner afterwards, Um, like everybody who worked the camp basically. And we went to get crabs. And this little boy and his dad sat there like all day waiting for Ed Reed to come so that he could get his shirt signed. And so when we showed up, the kid was so happy and everything. And Ed like invited the kid and his dad to have like crabs with us. And the kid was like so happy. It was like the best thing ever. That's dope. Oh my goodness. That that's exactly. So Are you crying again? I, I oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I want to be talking, that kid. Lindsay, as you were talking, Lindsay, he went over and picked up a tissue. Yeah, and like, he was holding it. <laughs> Lindsay, uh, wouldn't it have been a great crazy story if I was like, I was that kid. Like that'd be that'd be, <laughs> that'd be the greatest twist ever. But no, I. Are you that father? Oh my God, E. D. Reed, man, the best safety. I mean, I love him to death. So that's awesome. I did not know that, man. That's that's so dope. I gotta try to. I gotta try to. Would that be a, a pointless plug <laughs> if I said there like, Lindsay, please hook me up with every <laughs> That'd be dope to talk to that man for, for 20 minutes, man. All right, so this next one here, as we kind of wrap this up, um, do you have any superstitions? So you're a blogger. As you get ready to get in your mindset to, to do the blogging, to do your writing, is there some type of superstition? Is there a routine that you like to go through? Um, Not really. A lot of, like, my best ideas come to me, like, randomly. I, no, I don't know. Sometimes I, yeah. I, I like to get up and like, you know, take a shower and, you know, before I even open my laptop. But then one thing I do do is at the end of the day, like I close my laptop, I put it away or else like I'd be on it like all night. 
all night. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have any like rider block. That's why we were asking that question. Was like, I wonder if she like you know some people you know do handstands or you know stand on their heads and try to make the the blood flow or something. But all right, well then no. Oh, that's but one awesome. thing, one thing I do do is you always need to take breaks. Like if you if I sat like in my office and wrote all day long, like I wouldn't I wouldn't get anything done or it would just be terrible. So I like. Like today I, um, I had lunch and then I went to the pool for an hour or two and, um, you know, came back and wrote. So it's like, you have to take breaks in order to keep your mind fresh. Good tip. I'm going to write that down. And usually those <laughs> breaks inspire others ideas because it gets you thinking about stuff as you're taking that break. So that's, that's definitely what's up. Lindsay, the, the last question I have for you here, and actually this actually came from, from one of our fans. A lot of times we'll ask our fans, you know, what they want to see on the show. Uh, to email us suggestions and comments. And we've had a couple people reach out to us about getting a, a, a female on our show. I want to ask you advice for females that want to start blogging, that want to start getting into sports, any advice that you have for them? You've been doing it for a while, very successful at it. Any advice you can provide to these, to, to these females as they're trying to, to maybe get started, spark an idea, or just get their foot in the ground when it comes to this? Um, my best advice would be to, A, just do it. Um, you know, don't really second-guess yourself because the more you start to second-guess yourself, you'll talk yourself into not doing it. Another thing is to, like, find what you're good at. Like, don't do something you know you're not good at. Like, I don't have my own podcast because I don't think I'd be good at it. Not that I'm ever not going to do it, but as of right now, like, that's not something that I want to do right now. I don't know. It's just try to be yourself and don't be someone you're not. And also be nice to people. Um, you know, don't get on Twitter and mouth off to people and think that it's going to get people to like you because it's not. Um, it's fine to be funny every now and then. Like I've done it, you know, I've been an asshole to people on Twitter too, but <laughs> at the end of the day, like <laughs> it's, it's more important to be nice to people, even if they're bad mouthing you either ignore it or, you know, you can clap back every once in a while. I do it. Um, you know, some days it's harder to deal with than others, but at the end of the day, you want to be known more for being nice and being cool and being, you know, somebody that doesn't take shit from people but also at the same time isn't mean about it and as, uh, just so you know don't I be think, a mean girl I th well, don't be a mean girl so the, I, I would think that, <laughs> i think that you'd be great on the podcast part of it i think that'd be an, an, an i think you have a natural uh hip about it so if you start your podcast i'm just letting you know now i'm available um <laughs> whenever you want to <laughs> whenever you want me to bring me on i know i'm not huge but now but you know, if you want to bring me on, I could be that guy to, to start it off. I have no problem. <laughs> okay, good to know. So, Lizzie, go ahead and let the people know where can they can find you. Because I know you have, you have a blog, you have, you have a patron as well. Where can they go find you at? Where can they get more information and want to stay up to date with the NFL? Um, you can find me on lindsayok.com or Patreon, Twitter, Instagram is lindsayok, okay, the same thing. Um, so, it's not hard to find at all. You can stalk me on everything. It's the same name. Oh, good. Let me write that down too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let me write that down. Stalk it. Okay. Lindsay. Please don't stalk me. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I am totally kidding. <laughs> well, Lindsay, I, I really appreciate you coming onto the show and, and talking to us and, and giving us those insights, man. We really, really appreciate you taking the time. And, and again, I know we, you know, is there anything we could do for you? Please let us know. And um, I look forward to all your blogs. I, I'm going to tell you that now we're going to tag them on our website and, and tweet them out as much as possible. Cause I told George I love reading everything that you're writing. It, it is really, really good. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate you guys. Anytime. Anytime you want to come on, you're, you're welcome to. If you send me a message at 3.30 right. in the morning, I'll fire this thing up. I'm ready to go. All right, cool. Good to know. <laughs> all right, Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay. Be safe. All right, you too. Hey, On The Clock fans, you can check us out on all social media platforms by searching On The Clock Radio. You don't want to miss it. Especially go to our website, OTC Sports Talk. Dot com. We have merch up there in the store. You can order whatever you want. We got everything for the kiddos. We got everything for the husband. We got everything for wives as well. Go ahead and follow us. Hit like, leave comments, rate all that we want. We know you're gonna love it. You're on the clock. Writing this from Florida with love. When I link with Mexico, I know I found a plug. Rest in peace, static yelling, shorty wanna thug. Hey, bottles in the our, ne our next guest is a very special guest of the show. We have an FBU All-American, a Max Preps preseason All-American, and the number one player in the state of Washington, Jaden Wayne. How you doing, man? What's up? Doing good. How about you guys? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing real good. Hey, I, I want to come out the box and ask you, how are you and the family? How's everybody doing with uh, 
you know, this whole craziness with COVID and stuff, man. Is everybody okay? Yeah, we're doing good. We're just getting some more family time and bonding. Right, right. <laughs> Lots of family time. I, I'm a father of four uh-huh. kids, and I'm I'm struggling to do a bonding here. We we've played. I don't know how much Connect Four, Clue, and Battleship <laughs> and video games that I could do, but that's good, man. That's good. Everybody's safe and healthy, though, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So I, w- I want to ask you real quick. So in Washington, where are you guys at for football right now? What's the state of football there in, in the in the state of Washington? They said we're going to start in spring. Oh, really? They put they did push it back all the way to spring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did they come with any kind of stipulations? Did they come with any rules? They just say, Hey, we're just going to play in spring. Yeah. They said we we're going to play in spring. They didn't, they didn't give you guys kind of like, a, um, you know, cause here in Florida, they gave us like phases and they kept pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. Uh-huh. Um, which they haven't, you know, they, I guess apparently we're still going to play. Um, we haven't pushed to spring yet, but did they do that with you guys? Did they kind of like go through rules or did you guys just find out one day, forget it. We're going to spring. We just found out one day. Wow. Wow. So they, did you did you guys have a lot of like they didn't have like school meetings or nothing? They just told you <laughs> they just texted you guys and said, No, we're not playing till spring. Yeah. Oh man, that must be rough for all rough. the other kids, man. I know. Yeah, the seniors especially, man. Will the seniors be able to play or are they gonna have to just they weren't they're not gonna be able to play spring? I think you're gonna skip and go straight to college, I think. Really? Wow. So if Yeah, they, I think so. Wow, so I wonder how that works with if they don't have an offer or stuff like that. They just gotta walk on or something, man. Probably. Oh, that sucks, man, man, that tryout film, they're going to have to do tryouts, man. Yeah. That's what it's turning into. Yeah. You have more kids now going to JUCO ranks and and trying to trying to get on the get on the stage that way. So one of the things I want to ask you, James, so what made you get into football? How long have you been playing football now? What made you get into it? What's your love for the game? I mean, it all started when I was younger playing um football in my living room with my, old, with my um, older brother. Oh, really? So did you, a lot of furniture yeah. moving and, and things breaking in the house, mom had <laughs> Mom had to take it outside. Take it outside. <laughs> Don't ruin my house. Yeah, that's good, man. Mm-hmm. Do you play any other sports? Yeah, I play basketball. Well, I, I, you know, I'm probably looking at that. That's probably six five. Play. Yeah, that's a probably six five. Had to be. Had yeah, to be. I, I apologize, Jay. I didn't mean to try you like that, man. <laughs> let me put some respect on it. <laughs> so, will you be? Let me ask you this: uh, going off script here a little bit. Playing basketball um, and football, is that something that you would like to do in college, play both, or are you just looking to play either one? I'm just looking to play football. Oh, <laughs> I mean, at least he's he straight used, to He yeah. used basketball to stay in shape. Yeah, at least he's Now, what do you play? What, what, what do you play basketball? Do you play the three or do you play a little four? Yeah, I can play all. All of it. I can play you all. got handles, spot up. Yeah, man. And you can back you down. Six mm-hmm. five, two twenty five. I mean, yeah. Is there anybody like in? Is there? Let's be honest. Is there anybody in your school or the other schools you go against <laughs> that are six five, two twenty five, playing basketball? No, <laughs> no. One of a kind out there, in Washington. Jaden, Jaden is so cool. He's like, no. Like, there's nothing to That's elaborate <laughs> on. No, bro. It's not happening. So I was doing research on you. I know you played little DN, outside linebacker, receiver, even tight end. Your versatility is off the charts right? right plus i want to congratulate you man you know we talked about earlier in the show we brought you on you're an fbu all-american preseason max preps all-american but the young man holds a 4.0 gpa also yes so the mm-hmm. definition of a student athlete we're speaking to the young man right now about it what's your favorite position out of those four because you got a ton of versatility but if you had to pick one that's kind of okay this is where i want to line up at when i get to college what is that um it's probably the end because i just love to hit the quarterback uh-huh. I mean, at least you're honest. You know, what I mean? let's, let's not hide anything away here. This, this is my love right there. So now, do, do you see yourself as a as a four down, like playing a traditional four three type of defensive end with your hand in the dirt, or like an odd front standing up kind of hybrid kind of guy that can rush the quarterback, but also maybe play a little coverage. Both like a hybrid. Yeah, because we we watched your film and you you did a little bit of both, man. Moves around. Yeah, you, yeah. you looked a little bit. Yeah, you look comfortable doing either one, and and that's what that's that's actually very scary. To, it is to scary because you can being a basketball player, man. You I mean, and transition to football, you got to have good feet. So when you were standing up and moving yeah. around, I'm like, oh my god, this guy's twisting and stunting, and that offensive tackle's never seen a kid like this. That poor thing. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. It don't matter. No matter. And again, so we coach offense. I, I, I'm the offensive coordinator uh-huh. down here in Florida. He's he's a receiver coach down here in Florida as well. Yeah. We, we we coach at the same high school, and we were watching him like, oh my god. What do we do with a kid like that if we had to play against him? <laughs> I'll put it this way: 
They don't walk around here in Florida like that. <laughs> they don't walk around like here in Florida like that. Yeah, so that's that. That's what's up to you, like, man. Uh, more pushing towards Miami-ish. You get those six, five, freaking two twenty-five guys that can move. I mean, there's some big kids. Don't get me wrong, but the guys that can six, five, two twenty-five rush from the edge like that. I told George, Diamond doesn't. Yeah, we got to bubble screen the crap out of him, make him tired. <laughs> there's no way, no way we could just line up against him all there's the day. There's no way. Imagine, no way. Imagine trying to run power to his side. Oh my god! Oh, there's no way he tear it up. Yeah. He blow up a guard. Bro, he blow up a guard and I make saw, a tackle in the backfield. I saw the guard double down and go down and block. He was sitting in the gap. Yo, he pat his feet and he went down the line, and it's cr- you know it's a good hit when the running back's head just bobbles. <laughs> bobbles. Oh my god! That's <laughs> <laughs> he knows he got hit. Yeah. That running back's like, oh, I'm gonna need an ice bath. That's in this that game. Running back was like five nine. If that, he's getting by a grown man. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to ask you, Jay, when you found out that you were a preseason All-American from Max Preps when you were an FBU All-American. What did that make you feel? What what was going through your head at the time? I I was just thankful to be recognized as um, one of the the best in the country. Yeah, I would say so, and and especially at a young age, man, because 2019 was just your freshman year, Uh right? Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? You still class of 2023, uh, 2023, yeah, 2023. Jesus. And you can't, like, you can't, you know what's crazy? Like, you're going to dominate high school so much. You know how people declare to go to the NFL from college? You can't declare to go to college uh-huh. from high from school. High school. So, <laughs> yeah, so every coach that gets his conference for the next four years is like, yo, freaking Jaden Wayne, just send him on to freaking. Just to let him go. Yeah, just let <laughs> him go already. Can he just graduate as, as, as a junior? Yeah, go to let Oregon. Go to what's his offers? Oregon, Georgetown. USC, you know, yeah, go, Nebraska. Go let him go just, one of those. Wow, Jesus Christ. Give us somebody else for peep's sake. What? Let me ask you this. What's some of your favorite memories, man? Uh, of high school so far for us. That's an impressive first year, man. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite memories is um, going against Camus. That was my first varsity game as a freshman. Um, I went against one of the best um, O-linemen in our state. What was his name? I forgot his name, but he committed to um, USC. Wow. Wow. And he was he, he was a senior last year? Yeah. How He's 6'6". Six, six. Six, six. How'd that battle go? You know, that's a that's like a clash <laughs> of the titans, you know, old Greek mythology type stuff. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So how did that battle go? Did you feel like you won the battle or, or was it just a good challenge that day? It was just a good challenge, a great experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you something. I wonder how much the quarterback paid his that, that kid. Like, <laughs> hey man, we got we got Jaden Wayne this week. Please. Please keep him off me. <laughs> Yeah, limit it. Limit. Go hydrate. He bought him Gatorades and water. Go hydrate. <laughs> have a good meal. We, this is not the week to play around with me. Quarterback. Quarterback. Say the huddle. All right, we're gonna audible to a running play, and we're gonna run to the left because uh, Jay's on the right side. So we're gonna go left. Yeah. We're gonna run away from it. I wonder. I wonder if you. You know what, Jen? You probably don't know, but I wonder if they do that. I wonder if they sit there and they're like, Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. They call play. I do that all the time. <laughs> Jaden's left. I do. And the guy's like, no. Running back's like, no, 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 no. Switch that. Check that to a different call. Check that to a different call. <laughs> That's dope, man. That's dope. So let me ask you this. So continue on going through your career. Um, again, no commitment because obviously you, you, it's only your first year playing football. Uh-huh. But what type of football player or person they're getting? Because a 4.0 speaks for itself, right? A 4.0 is a resume of the character that they're getting. And I, we try Grind. to and the grind of the kid. Mm-hmm. We, we try to tell that to our kids as well. Like your GPA speaks volumes of who you are to colleges. So when they hear 4.0, they're like, okay, this is a kid that's obviously doing his homework. He's clearly in the classroom asking questions, doing his stuff. Um, you know, cause there might be some teachers that want to give you a C, but you know, but, yeah. but clearly they have, you know, good character. It, they don't have to worry about the school aspect of it. So going with that, being a 4.0 student, your first year, what type of college uh, athlete are they going to expect to get, man? Hard work, a leader. I'm always positive. That's what's up. And that's, always push people. Yeah, that's that's the most important part because being part of a leader is, is sacrifice, man. It's it's a it's a price mm-hmm. to pay, man, especially for winning. Do you do any special type of training in, in Washington, man? Do you have, like, an academy or somewhere that you go? Or you just is this just all um, living room training with you, mom, and an older bro? Doing well, mom, all mom wants to get him out the house. <laughs> mom wants to get him out the yeah. house. <laughs> Um, I do. Um, I work out with FSP, Tracy Ford. Okay, what's that? Where's that at? It's in Bellevue. Bellevue, Washington. Yes. 
I'm just trying to get familiar with that. I've, I've never been. I've, I spent 15 years in the military. I spent more time overseas than I did in the states. So I'm trying to figure <laughs> out where that, where that was at. That's good, man. Well, I mean, he's doing something, doing great work. You know what I mean? And I know mom. Oh, it's, um, what's that? It's my um, seven on seven team. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those top. FSP is one of those top seven on seven teams in the country. Jesus. Yeah. So let me ask you this, mom. Uh, and this is just just a. Uh, this is probably your mom question, so don't get in trouble with your mom, okay? <laughs> you being 6'5", how tall is your brother? My brother's like 5'10". Five, five, your older brother's 5'10"? Yes. Bro, how does your mom discipline you? Because <laughs> that's, like, that's what my fear is. Like, one of my kids grow up, and they're like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and I'm just like, yo, you better take out that trash. And I'm standing tall at 5'10", you know what I mean? <laughs> you got to go on a step ladder to, 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 to get to his nose. Right, man. Because I know one day they be like, "Oh no, I'm not. I'm not doing any laundry." All right, give me that basket. I'll do the damn laundry. Give it to me. <laughs> Six five two twenty five. I'll do the damn thing. Give it to me. I'll I'll clean it. Is mom mom pretty disciplined, man? She she good with uh your work ethic and stuff. Mm-hmm. Very disciplined. Yeah. What does mom do for a living, man? Um, she's an MRI tech. Oh, really? that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got no choice but to get a four point <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like if you, if you were like you know she ah she works at you know for a company or something then maybe you can get away with a three point six but now nah, you you got to do four point from here on out bro yeah I'm on my dad's a prison guard oh yeah <laughs> well there's the discipline now now we're getting into the the layers and depth of Jaden Wayne uh-huh. <laughs> how tall is Pop man he's like six two six three okay so yeah. so that it came from that That's side good. of the family then right yeah yeah. Uh, did dad ever play football or well or, or basketball or anything like that? He did football and basketball. Did oh, he? wow. Did he? Any, any, yeah. Did he go to college? Did he do all that stuff or no? He went to Juco. Okay. That's what's up, man. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, so he knows. He, he's preparing you well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he knows what to do. And that's what he's a prison guard. <laughs> that's awesome, man. <laughs> you, you can't get away with it. You got to get, you got to have a four point. <laughs> I'm, I'm man, imagining man's got to walk a straight line. Yeah, man's got to walk a straight uh, line. I'm imagining what the house is like. Lights out at ten. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like lights out uh, at ten. You can't go nowhere, man. Oh man, that's funny. All right, so the, the next thing we like to do with our ass is bring them on. We like to do a little section. It's called this or that. And, and these questions here, Jaden, are. They're meant to be a little funny, a little outside the box. Yeah. On this mm-hmm. show, we've had people question life <laughs> and life decisions they've made so far based on these questions. So I'm just preparing you for a little bit of it. Uh, it's going to challenge you. So Raul's going to kick you off first with the first question. And we got about four or five of these and we'll go from there. Right. And this one's going to, we're going to ease our way into this because you're 6'5, 225. I don't need you coming to find me. <laughs> Later on, <laughs> oh, later, later, yeah, later, seven on seventeen comes down to Florida, and we're playing to get some. Yeah, He's like, "Hey, y'all remember me? <laughs> you were uh-huh. five ten Cuban. Come here, let me talk to you for a second, man." <laughs> uh, I, okay, first question, real simple, man, is breakfast, right? Are you a waffle or pancake guy? Pancake. Dang. Boom. Easy. Dang. What? What's, what is it with pancakes and these kids? What is going on? Every D one <laughs> athlete I've ever met was like, "Yeah, pancakes." I haven't met one that like waffles Simple. yet. I Simple. Yeah, I don't know. Like Waffle House. You have Waffle House over there, right? Yeah, Waffle. No, I have Waffle House in like when I went to Florida. Oh, they don't have Waffle House in Washington? Uh-uh. No. Oh, nope. That's, you know, maybe it's a region thing. Maybe I didn't even think about that. <laughs> maybe it's a down south region thing. Smothered and covered is just down here in Florida. Yeah. All right. All right, here's the next one for you. It should be a little easy also. Are you an iPhone or Android guy? Um, iPhone. Okay. What does mom and dad in have? In the streak? The streak continues. Yeah. Yeah. We've had 22 D1 athletes on our show so far. Yep. And, Jaden, you've continued to streak. All 22 have said iPhones. Now, what does your parents have? Oh, my dad has an Android. And my mom has an iPhone. There you go. At least there always one parent has it's, one. There it is. Every single one time. One of the two parents always has one. Right. Right. No D1 athlete. Has an Android. I'm gonna let you know that no, Jaden. So you're doing something. Cr- Anybody that's organized and disciplined has an iPhone. Nobody's out here psychopathic with an Android. It's crazy, man. That's that's nuts. Hey, real quick, man. Are you a PlayStation, Xbox? Xbox. Whoa. Whoa. Well, that's the first. You're the first, oh, buddy. Boy. 
What is it about Xbox? Now I gotta ask. What's it about Xbox over PlayStation? Oh, I like to play this game called um, Gears of War. Gears. Okay. Of, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, my oldest has that too. So you, mm-hmm. oh, that's the only game you like. That's the only one you want to play because that PlayStation Five's coming out, bro. You, and, sure um, you don't want to play, play that? Call of Duty, GTA. All right. Well, we were asking because we're, we're, what? we're well, PlayStation Five is coming out. So we, I was wondering, like, maybe you would want mm-hmm. that one. That's why me and George started the podcast. It's seven hundred dollars. So we're trying to figure out. <laughs> <when>. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to get your game tag and, and try to play you on because I got Xbox and PlayStation. I love playing Madden, man. So. I'm gonna have to figure out a, a way to play you against that, man. Yeah, we, 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 yeah. a little turn with all the kids that we've uh, done on the show so far. Oh yeah. All right, so this next one here. Now we're gonna start to get a little difficult. We're gonna start making you questioning life. Okay. <laughs> Is cereal a soup? No. Why? You said it with confidence. But he thought about it. Yeah, he did. It's like it's like he breakfast. About it. It's breakfast, but it's, soup, is soup, it still soup, a soup? Soup, soup, super hot. Yeah, but temperature schmetcher. I mean, I, I've I've been in Iraq without hot soup. Trust me, it's not that bad. It's it's like it's like eating cereal. <laughs> it's like eating a cereal. Did you know? Did you know? Which one is it, Raul? Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Have you had Fruit Loops before? Yes, that's, that's my favorite. Ooh, oh bro. man! This, oh, this, Jaden, it's gonna crush you, buddy. All right, are you sitting down, Jaden? You may need to sit down for this. Yes. Did you know they all taste the same? They're 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 really not, they're not different flavors. All the flavors is a it, it, it's a myth. Yeah, they all wow. taste the same. When you get off the show, <laughs> okay, when we let you go here, <laughs> open the box, take one at a time, and drink some milk after each bite. You will see it's they're the all the same flavor, bro. Now so, I'm telling you this at a young age. I'm telling you this at a young age when you're a sophomore going into high school. Me and Roll found this out about a hot three weeks ago. <laughs> Okay, and we've been our, living twenty plus years in a lie. <laughs> I've been living with these two can, these two can uh, Sam commercials. He's been lying to me forever. This freaking guy, he's been lying to me. Hey, real quick, man. Now that this is again, you're gonna think about life a little bit, okay? You're, <laughs> I can't even say this question because I'm looking at his face and he's like, "Oh crap!" All right, man. So when you get in the shower, bro. All right, here we go. When you take a shower, do you enter the shower where the handles are, where like the faucet is, or do you go behind? To the back of the shower. Um, I go behind. Okay, so there is some normalcy in Washington. Then good. Yes, yes. There's, not some <laughs> there's there's a there's a crazy. Not a, I'm not gonna call her crazy. We had a a fitness trainer on here named Blue Fitness, a couple podcasts uh-huh. ago. She says she enters through the faucet side, right where the water's at. That's what she can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> it's a violation, right? Uh huh. I asked her. I said, "Do you even put your hand in and like feel the water?" She's like, "No, just turn on the faucet and just." What kind of crazy life are you living right now? <laughs> Come on, living on the edge. All, All right, right, so we got two more. We got two more questions here before we let you go. This first one here, when you go back to the locker room, you're going to look down the line, and you're going to find someone doing exactly this. When you get dressed in the morning, do you put on sock, then your shoe, sock, then your shoe, or both socks, then you put on each shoe? I put on both socks, then my shoe. All right, so you're a normal kid, which is why we got you on the show. <laughs> Only normal people are allowed on the show. However, yeah. next time you're in the locker room with your boys in the spring or with your 7-on-7 team, why mm-hmm. don't everybody get dressed? I promise you, you're always going to find one guy that goes sock, then puts a cleat on, sock, puts a cleat on. If it's football, it's usually your offensive lineman, your kicker, and your punter. Yeah, all weirdos. <laughs> Those guys, <laughs> always, always those guys. Yeah, it's always some crazy, but it's some crazy, some crazy thing like that. It's always some nutty thing like that. You, you, you. Once you get over, you'll see. The last one I got for you, man. Any football superstitions that you have? Oh boy, pregame superstitions. You know what I mean? Like, do you have to like chew bubble gum? Do you have to, you know, listen to music? What is your pregame ritual that you do? Probably have to listen to music. That's it. No, like I see you got curls and stuff in your hair, man. You don't like freaking. Like throw the curls back <laughs> like you do one of these, like you shake your head or something. Or <laughs> I do, I do, I do. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, the, somebody else knows. Somebody yeah. else notices. <laughs> yeah, man, don't don't get a fool, man. I'm 38 bald right now, but I had curls like that too, bro. I was freaking shaking them before games and jumping up and down, man. Uh-huh. So that was this and that, man. I really appreciate you participating, man. Oh, 
All right, Mr. Jaden Wayne, man. I, I know you're a busy guy. I know you got to do training again and stuff, so I, I, we won't hold you up, man. I really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, I mean, to talk to, to the number one player in Washington uh, from 2019, I mean, your future is freaking just bright. You know what I mean? And all we're going to ask mm -hmm. you, man, we're going to be following you through these next four years of high school and going on to college. You know, whenever you want to come back on, man, or, or you see a message from us, don't forget the little guys. Don't, don't forget, forget the little people. Don't forget us. Uh, we would love five nine. The yeah. five nine Cubans from Florida. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm your friend, buddy. I'm you're a tall guy, so I don't want to. I don't want to upset you, man. But you're more than welcome to always come back. You, your teammates, and talk to us about what's going on. I know for a fact, me and George are going to hit you up uh, even more just to make sure everybody's going good with family. That's how we are. And uh, even when you play in the spring, we're going to want to cut check back in with you to make sure everything's good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you take care. Don't 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 stress mom out too much in the living room. Uh, take care of pop. You know what I mean. And, and make sure you take care of big little bro. <laughs> yeah, big little bro. <laughs> big little bro. <laughs> make sure you do it and chase your dreams, man. I really want you to chase them. All right, bro. Yes, sir. All right, thank man. you. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate you, Jaden. Hey, on the clock, fans, man. That's all the time we got for you today, man. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Lindsay. Okay, for jumping on the show again. You can find her on all social media sites, but just by searching Lindsay OK and check out her blog. It's really, really good stuff, man. And uh, thank you for Jaden Wayne coming all the way over for Washington uh, to talk to us, man, getting on the phone with us. It was really good talking to you, and you guys are going to have to watch out for him for the next four years. He's the number one high school player in the state of Washington, 6'5", 225. Uh, he's a monster, man. So I appreciate you guys for coming on. Thank you to both guests. If you like today's show, go ahead and give us a subscribe. That way you know about future podcasts and when they drop. Go ahead and find us on IG and Twitter by simply searching on the clock radio. Visit our website at otcsportstalk.com. Until next time, you're on the clock.